Hey, I'm Allison, host of Fine Cut, a podcast where a guest brings a scene they have strong feelings about love, hate, curiosity from any form of media. And then we discuss the heck out of it for 20 minutes. It's a blast. Join us. Hi, thanks for joining me for Fine Cut with Allison Shelton. Today joining me is Jen Prince, indie film director and producer of such films as Eve of Understanding, which I wrote and directed, which we made many years ago and was a fantastic experience and quality problems and others. And she's also a teacher, a wonderful, amazing, inspiring teacher of film and my dear friend. So Jen, thanks for joining me today. What scene did we pick? Because we did pick it together. And why? Um, we picked um, the, the first sex scene um, in Don't Worry Darling, directed by Olivia Wilde, which we got to see together yes. at a pre, pre-release pre screening. I think, I mean, it had premiered, but um, we got to see it together and had a lovely evening and it sparked a lot of conversation that scene, but also the movie at large and all the conversation around it. So um, because of that, we thought it might be a good, and it's very short. Um, <laughs> it so really is. It, it really, um, we thought it might be a good launch pad for talking about the things we like to talk about. Yes, we like mm-hmm. to talk about women and film and sex. And there was a lot of noise about yes. these scenes specifically talking about female pleasure. Olivia Wilde went on record saying she wanted to center female pleasure and Florence Pugh said, I don't want the film to be about sex only. It's about so many other things. So we came in with the, that, those comments in our head, like before we even sat down to watch the movie. And so I do think one of the first things we talked about when we left the screening was, well, what do you think of the sex scenes? Yeah. And the first one is the one that's featured in the preview. Uh, it is Florence Pugh receiving oral sex from Harry Styles. Um, I can't even remember their characters' names. Jack and something. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Jack, Jack is such a Flo. generic. I... <laughs> <laughs> Jack and Flo. Yeah. That works. Um, although we, we know it's not, we know her name's not Florence, but we, man, I'm going to look it up. Say yeah, look it up. Look it up. Look it up. I will look it say up. Some, well, say some brilliant just, things. Well, I, I did rewatch the scene and I was, I was thinking about, you know, um, I, I wanted to see what was the actual dialogue in the scene. Yeah. So he comes home and Alice. she asks him, Alice. Yes. Yeah. Alice says, how was your day? He says better now. Mm-hmm. Um, she made a roast. Very what did exciting. You make? What did you make? Does he ask or does she volunteer? I made a roast. She volunteers that she made a roast. He asks what else she lists various other food items. And then let's get on the table is what happens. And that's it. That's the dialogue of, of the scene. Um, and you know, on, on second viewing, I would say like uh, the, one thing that that is true is that we never see his face again um, after after they get onto the table. She, you know, he puts her on the table and mm-hmm. then and then he's kneeling on the floor and she's on top of the table. So we never see his face again. And I thought, oh, well, maybe that's partially what 
Olivia Wilde's mm -hmm. talking about and that it is, it is definitely focused completely on her experience of the act. Okay. Um, I noticed pleasure, that much more the second I think it's time her, too. You and I got a little hung up <laughs> on the pleasure part of it. And I think there's a lot to talk about with that, but mm. I think maybe that is what she was talking about. Like cinematically it's, it is unique in that we, the camera doesn't care how he feels about what's happening. Okay. Um, it's just, it is centered on her experience and it kind of has that long shot around her mm -hmm. from behind. We see her face, you know, we see, and it's in real time. It's not, there is, there are cuts, but it's not cut up a bunch. So that I thought, oh, and I think, I think though, if you think about that scene out of context, uh, I, I can understand a little more of what she's talking about, but in the context of the movie, there's an element of, discomfort or a sense that something's off and so for me when I'm looking at like is a scene pleasurable for the woman and for the audience discomfort and stress and uh, a sense that something is off like that's very familiar in in sexual mm -hmm. encounters but not pleasurable ones you know mm -hmm. that's something that and I think that sense of something being off and their connection, something being false makes it like, then for me, that word pleasure, like, is it really about her pleasure? I'm like, I don't know. Is she having a good time? I'm not sure what's happening, you know, with them. And I think it feels very performative for me, which like yeah. the whole scene feels performative from their exchange. Because when he is asking her what else she made, he, he's asking her in a tone of voice to me that seems like it's meant to seem like foreplay. Like, what else did you make? You know, and it's right. like really weird. Who talks like it that? Is weird. And, and they have no seeming communication about what now they're going to do. No. And yet they're on the table. They walk by a perfectly good couch, which we they, both they, talked about. Yes. <laughs> they work, walk by a lovely couch that would be so comfortable to lay on. Right. So this table. Right. That's the, set. Yes. For this dinner that she's ornately made. set, ornately, and, uh, or, like yeah, like like a place. film set, right? To be honest, like like no real table, like a film set. So much food, and it's well, it's for this party as, as ostensibly no, or it's just for it's him, just for, just for him. Them. Yeah, 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 just for him. But it's it is performative. I mean, she's dressed up. Yes, she's made him a cocktail. She does give him that in the yes. scene too. Yeah, it, it felt. Uh, story-wise it felt performative like yes th and that's part of what makes us feel like something's off there's an element of discomfort yeah. and then when she explains all the things she spent all this time preparing again it's like why why is she now throwing all this stuff off the table and you know the plates and the food and and not just going to that couch you know um, <laughs> as we talked about and it I mean to be honest, it is hard for me not to laugh during this scene because she reaches behind her twice yes. Yes. to knock more dishes off the table. Like right. as if, and that also makes it feel performative. It feels right. like she is saying to him, right. You are pleasing me to such a great extent. I cannot control my limbs. I must <laughs> knock everything within right. reach, like just clear off the table, which right. As the person who's most likely going to clean these dishes up, no, 
it's confusing. No. Um, and in a way, I think it, once you know the twist, I, I think there is some like, it makes sense within the, the movie itself. But, and so I can see why they were sort of kind of locked horns about it because I yeah. think Florence Pugh is like, please don't, please don't distill this really complicated movie into it's about women enjoying sex. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't really think the movie is about that. No, um, it's not at all. It turns out not at all. Yeah. Um, and I think this scene plans that I think as, as do the other sex scenes. So um, I don't know if Olivia Wilde felt like it was a way to get butts and seats like right. to say, oh, this is going to be about this. Um, but <clears throat> I honestly didn't find it engaging in that way. And you said such a funny thing to me when we were talking about this later on the phone about, because I, I, I said, I just don't think the scene is hot. Yeah. I, I don't think the movie's hot. Like it's, yeah. that's not what the movie is. I, I don't really think it's meant to be that it's way. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And you said, well, it's, it's hot people doing sexy things. So then we perceive it as being hot. And I just like ever, which seems so obvious, but yet I don't think I've had it said to me that way before. And ever since then, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what it is. And that's not enough for me. No. I'm not that invested in hot people that seem them do things then works for me on that level. I want there to be so much more, um, so much more invested in the narrative. Yeah. And the, and the, the connection between the characters mm -hmm. and, and by the nature of, uh, we're, we're not spoiling the movie, you know, so, but, but by the nature of the relationship there, the, the connection is not what, you know, what you need to have pleasurable sex, you know, or to, to, to vicariously, you know, watch it, I think. And so that element of danger, discomfort that is real in the, in the film, that's not sexy. Mm -hmm. And it's not enough just because, you know, just like, you know, if the villain is handsome, it doesn't make me, um, it doesn't make me think evil is good. <laughs> you know, it's like I I think uh yeah, and I think there's assumptions in the premise that because Harry Styles, you know, is is appealing or is like um is he's a sex symbol. I mean, I think that's for like, a lot of people. Yeah. And I think um that premise I think makes it, it I don't know if it's just the film critics or people watching or if or if even the audiences just go along with that to think like that makes it sexy you know but um well, I, I think you I think talking about I don't know if this is what I was intending to talk about but I think it's interesting to think about what does make a scene sexy because as you say safety is a big part of it it is it, not even consciously. It's just like, well, this is imaginary. And if I was to imagine sex, I would want to feel safe. Right. Because right. you can't let go if you don't feel safe. Absolutely. And, and I think most women have to let go. To and enjoy I themselves. think, well, and, and I think, uh, the understanding that there's consent is sexy, yes. full consent, the understanding that 
both people are on the same page, you know, um, that is all part of safety, but it's also part of that connection, you know, and feeling like the, the woman has some control in the situation. I don't feel like Florence in this Alice in this movie has control over any of it, you know, and, um, uh, and that that's something too, but I, um, I, I think, you know, I was wondering, it's like the classic thing of like, it's, we're so hot for each other that we have to go to this table and clear all the dishes off, you know, or we're so hot for each other that we have to go against this wall in the laundry room. We can't bear to wait two seconds to go down the hall to the much more comfortable place where there's soft things. Um, movies love to do this. Mm -hmm. But so I was like, is it just that, you know, that, that, that there needs to be foreplay, which I think is a, like a cliche too, of like, oh, women can enjoy it if there's not. Um, but I think there's, there's still, uh, I don't think it is that I think it's more just though us like us feeling too, as an audience that there's enough real connection to find it, uh, emotionally you know that we're that we go along with it and that we're not just watching as you say like handsome people do sexy things <laughs> we need time too as an audience to like I think yeah um settle in a way in. That was and, and I think for me lots of times the most like engaging sex scenes have some build-up mm -hmm. right they have foreplay not only for the characters but for the audience and the foreplay does not need to be actual foreplay no it doesn't some kind of like is this going to happen? You know, how right. is it going to happen? And this takes all the mystery out of it. Like we know from the minute he walks in the door, they're going to do it. Right. I mean, maybe we don't know how they're going. And I think that to be honest, like it really felt like, Oh, we're going to turn this whole thing on its head. He's going to give oral sex. Right. You know? And for me, I don't care that like, that doesn't do it for me. That's not enough. I no. still need to be, I still need some time to root for these people or to feel invested in what's about to happen. And I, I absolutely do not. And then I had a hard time not laughing in the theater, yeah. to be honest. When she started yeah. knocking the dishes yes. off the table, I because yes. that is such a dramatic, like it, it's used oftentimes as shorthand for, for female pleasure, knocking things off of it is things. And like, <laughs> right. And then Cody right. said the funniest thing. I rewatched them with Cody yesterday and he said, well, it's very clear that people have never cleaned up who are making this movie, which made me laugh. Like that's funny. They're just not people who think that way. Right. They don't watch the scene and think who's going to clean this up, which we immediately do because we are the people who do the cleaning up. I think it's also though too in terms of filmmaking it's that classic thing of like what's the moment before and the moment after and it's mm -hmm. just part of why it doesn't feel real is because the filmmakers like we're not we're gonna pretend the moment after doesn't exist you know like yeah. it's it, it it's like no people in their lives are always thinking about the consequences of what they're doing you know but but I feel like too during that scene it was like but it's Harry Styles <laughs> If it were Harry Styles, you'd be like, whatever with the cleanup, I can't control myself. Have you seen the women at his concerts? You would be that way too. You know, uh, that's where it's like, no, that doesn't work. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think I'm 
old <laughs> enough, but I think I actually came to this fairly young in my sexual evolution. Like if it can't wait two minutes, this guy, I yeah. do not want to be having sex with him. Like if yeah. he can't hold on for a second while I feel at ease yeah, and whatever that means to me, I go someplace I feel comfortable. Right. I go to the bathroom. Like I do what I need to do to be present right. to this moment. I don't want to have sex with this guy. Right. Because that's who I'm having sex with guys. But the rule wouldn't be the same regardless of who I'm having sex with. Yeah. Like, and so I think the scene in a way, I think the scene reads properly for the narrative. I think I would have for had the a movie. Complete, yes. Yeah. Yes. I think I would have a, had a completely different reaction if I, there had not been all of that noise beforehand. Totally agree. Totally agree. And, and, and I think, um, I agree. And that's where I, I'm empathetic, uh, to Olivia Wilde having to answer questions or absolutely, or talk about the scene because it could be that, I mean, uh, you know, and you and I have made films and understand kind of like, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of different ways you have to think about a scene when you're putting it together. And it mm -hmm. could be that her talking about wanting to focus on the female pleasure was, was purely visual, like how she yes. was going to film the scene, which like I said, is, is unique. It's not what we're used to seeing. Um, but, but that, but then the, but then the assertion or the connection to that, to the narrative of it being about pleasure, about the character's pleasure, you know, I don't think is, you know, that's where we got hung up. But I think if what she was saying was just like, I want to shoot this. And it's a craft. It's a know, craft answer. Female pleasure it, is that she's talking about the craft of, of filmmaking. Yeah. And the answer works. And I think, and I was thinking about, I think a lot of it mm. got touched off by the trailer which the scene is prominently yeah. featured in yeah and of course you're going to feature this in the trailer right. absolutely like that right. isn't a question right and that she was subjected to questions about the content of her trailer <clears throat> I think is a unique problem that yes. women and people of color and queer directors are faced with like yeah. I do think that when they make movies about sex those sex scenes are held under a magnifying glass, which for sure I don't think is fair or appropriate. Um, and I know that we're also discussing it, but I think we're discussing it, hopefully, like you say, from an empathic viewpoint, which is, I understand the challenges associated with making a film um, and talking about sex. And I'm so grateful the sex scenes exist. For sure. You know, and I'm glad mm -hmm. they're there for us to talk about because I think sometimes people don't include this material because they don't want to be reduced to it. But if we don't include it, we're not having conversations about it. Yeah. People get really squirrely when, you know, you want to make a scene like this. Uh, yeah. it, it's, you know, and, and filmmaking by committee is real. Certainly at, like, I, I, I'm sure that she had to have a lot of conversations both at the script development and when she actually went to shoot it. I mean, hopefully she found support and got to shoot it the way she wanted to, but, mm -hmm. um, but there's a little bit of, I, I, I guess I just, I, yeah, I, I understand there's a little bit of a telephone game, you know, to that we were hearing um, mm -hmm. going into the viewing of the movie. So mm -hmm. um, I think it's, Although I, I also, 
you know, I didn't remember this, but part of, I think it does um, with the scene, I didn't remember this from the first viewing. I also thought it was interesting, the transition going out of the scene, you know, it ends like the punctuation is kind of like her, her sound of pleasure yeah. on her close up. And then the very next shot is a woman's butt, a tracking shot, watching a woman's butt at the pool. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I found that, I don't know what you think of that, but I, that also, you know, it doesn't, if you're talking about, is it about her pleasure? It doesn't end with her satisfaction or her relaxing or her feeling comfort or like, talk about eliminating the moment after. I mean, it just ends on the gasp. And then the very next thing is very, you know, male gazy, even though I think it's their point of view watching some woman's butt walk away. But, um, well, in the scene itself is about how she doesn't want to have kids because they're having sex all the time. Yes. So I thought, I want to say like, I enjoyed the film. I thought it was as sort of as a wrap up. Like, I want to say like, I enjoyed the film. I thought it was incredibly well made and I, I appreciated it. I enjoyed the twist. Like I, I thought it was a successful film. And I do think that all the press beforehand didn't service the film, not which at all. is no surprise, of course, but no, it's not. <clears throat> it's and, and it did bring me in ready to sort of ask these questions where I wasn't. And, and I, and I take full responsibility that I didn't just shut it out. There are people who just don't read that stuff and just go to a movie with a blank slate. And, but that's not my life. <laughs> Cause I don't have, I, I'm first of all, very concerned with how I am concerned with how all directors who are not who we consider the sort of like, you know, the white cis men how they're treated by the press and what their films are how they're perceived and how they're doing so those are things that interest me so I am reading about it and and it started months before the film was released it did it was not like a week or a weekend it was months and and I felt myself like pulling for Olivia Wilde just because I felt what was happening wasn't right Mm -hmm. um and so I, I want to say that I did enjoy the film and, and I appreciate the conversation though. I think it was not the best, like, I don't think she was really in an opportunity to have real conversations about sex scenes. And yeah. that was too bad because I do think there needs to be more conversations about the female gaze and as specifically as related to female pleasure and sex. Yeah. I, I I agree. I felt the same way about the film. And, and I do feel like you and I both, um, you know, our ears prick up when yeah. people are talking about um, sex in film and particularly female filmmakers and, and this conversation. There's There was always things about it that felt like, oh, mm-hmm. that feels like little red flags of things we've experienced before ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the real story here? And yeah, um, I think we'll never know, but I, I yeah. do think, I do think that um, the film tried to do a lot of, of really interesting things. And I agree. Yes. I, I did really enjoy it. And I enjoyed hearing her talk about it. And I even in that experience with the Q and a, 
you know, she was fighting the same kind yes. of framework where she's like, you're saying not getting to have real conversations about no. what she was trying to say and do. She's trying to fit in what she wants to do and say into questions and a construct that is not built to include her. Mm-hmm. So that's just <laughs> inherently you, I think you end up misrepresenting yourself at times Yeah, because you aren't really being given like full reign to express yourself. Right. And so, uh, yeah, it, I wanted to talk about it, not only because of the scene, but because of the whole experience. Cause I think, and I, yeah. and I wanted to be clear about like, it was a great movie and it's worth seeing. And I think there is a lot to actually talk about within it, not just this, but you know, it's a incredibly well-made film and the, and Florence Pugh is, she's, she's amazing. I'm a fan and she's also amazing in this film. So, um, for sure. So where do you have any last thoughts and where can people find you if they'd like to learn more about you and your filmmaking and your teaching and your just glorious personhood? Oh, um, well, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Jen, not Ben, um, uh, for as long as that, I don't know what's <laughs> happening with that, but for now I'm, I exist yes. there still. Yes. Um, and then, um, and then I can also be found at metamorphic.com. Um, to Which I will put in the show notes. Yeah, with, links uh, to films I produce and um, and have been involved with. And um, I, um, and yeah. I, I forgot to include that you are also working in VR, virtual am, reality. Yeah, I'm very uh, excited about starting to try to do a little narrative VR. I did mm-hmm. some work um, in, in non-narrative and um, I think it's a really talk about perspectives. I feel yeah. like it's a really interesting tool for um, empathy and for helping us potentially see other perspectives. And um, so I, yeah, I wanna encourage people that wouldn't normally think of VR um, to explore it because I think I think there's some interesting things happening. I'm trying to experiment with it a little bit. Um, so yes. yeah, I'll, you're producing I'll, things, mm-hmm. you're writing things. You you encouraged me to write something. Yeah, like, and and I, it was interesting to consider the perspective from to write from a 360 degree perspective. Yeah, very yeah. different. So it's, it's a different. it's a good exercise just to even start thinking that way. It, yes. And it's experiencing it. You, you know, right now there's a lot of things that are like going on a ride in VR, but I Mm -hmm. think that a lot of our most intimate moments, um, you know, being able to, to witness some of those scenes that are the most moving for you in film, being able to be there in that immersive way is, is, exciting me it's different and and writing for that is different um yes definitely well so, I'm excited about it and I'm excited to see your projects and and thank you for joining me I knew this would be a wonderful conversation and that and it was so oh my pleasure as I told you anytime you know when there's a movie with um with w- women and sex I'm like Come on, Allison, we got to go check it out and talk yeah, about it. Yeah, and then we can come back and talk about it. We, <laughs> we, we can have an ongoing series. Allison and Jen talk about talk sex. Talk about sex, yeah. It's in like movies. real life. Yeah. yeah. Just in movies. We're not going to talk about it in real life, you guys. Okay. No. We <laughs> okay. have boundaries. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Bye.